up everyone so today is someday in february and i recently got back home from my hokkaido trip and i wanted to talk about that a little bit and how it went and um the mindset i've left hokkaido with and what it did for me and all of that jazz so um first let's let me set up how the trip Uh, came about and who I went with, how long, all of that, where we went in Hokkaido, what is Hokkaido, all the basics. Um, Basically, me and one of my friends, um, her name is Benny, we were chilling at a cafe one day and um, we both kind of were talking about things we wanted to do in Japan before we left and uh, we both realized we wanted to go to the Sapporo ice festival or snow festival it's a snow and ice festival but i think it's technically called the Sapporo snow festival and we basically we basically both knew that we really wanted to do it it's a really big i think it's probably the biggest winter festival of japan um, or at least one of the biggest and basically what it is is um in Sapporo Hokkaido uh Hokkaido just like for people who don't know is is japan's most northern island it's like this it's basically the most northern big part of japan i guess like Hokkaido is a big chunk of island but it's all connected to like the big landmass of japan but it's the most northern one and if you've ever heard of Sapporo beer then it's from Sapporo Hokkaido in Japan like the beer with the gold star on it and it says like Sapporo like S A P O R O Sapporo yeah 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 so <laughs> we um we decided we wanted to go there and we knew we wanted to invite some friends so we originally had a group of five and um they ended up only being three of us but it worked out really well that way regardless but yeah so we wanted to go to japan's most northern island um because it's the most northern island it's uh really i think it's the coldest part of japan so it's literally like japan's winter wonderland if you may and I was all for the winter fashion, so and I basically I guess we were all very up for the winter fashion. So we were like, why not? Let's go to Japan's winter wonderland and have a beautiful time. Especially because Tokyo doesn't really snow, and if it snows, it only lasts for about a day. Of the months that I've been here, I've only seen it snow once in Tokyo, and that was the day I was literally leaving. To go to Hokkaido, and I heard it like kind of melted by the next morning. So, <laughs> yeah. So I knew that I really wanted to get some snow in, and I know like Japan is known for its really beautiful uh, nature scene. So I knew that its snow scene would be great. Now, jumping all the way back to Sapporo Snow Festival, 
basically what the festival is it's like a bunch of people from all around the world and all around japan they make up teams and they create these big snow sculptures and these ice sculptures and then they display them at the festival and there's also performances and there's like i heard there's like food vendors and um there is a lot of things there apparently and um so that was originally what sparked it and as basically me benny and my friend tash we all ended up hang uh, like doing like hanging out and having little meetings at cafes to like discuss the plans further and what everyone wanted to do and what everyone wanted to see and i guess like talking to them they weren't really too interested in seeing too much of the festival so we ended up only going on the last day of the festival but it ended up working out pretty well i feel like we saw a decent amount of things and um because really you just walk up like these long aisles of sculptures and you see them and yeah that's um the basis of it <laughs> so understandably i could see where they were coming from but let me think so we decided we wanted to go we wanted to leave on a friday was it friday oh let me not get the dates wrong i believe it was a friday wait a second <laughs> uh yeah we wanted to leave on a friday and then or fly out on a friday and then fly back to tokyo on a wednesday so basically fly out friday then one two three four five days later we fly back so it technically we had like we had like five whole days and the last day we our flight was at like 8 p.m so it was kind of a day it was basically a day there so i would i would count that as a basically a day but yeah we went for basically five days kind of like five and a half days and it was beautiful i before i even talk about the trip i would say like my mental space about how i'm seeing japan is com is definitely very changed very different there's a lot of new things so that i know i feel just feel very inspired basically before i left i was feeling a lack of something and i just didn't feel fulfilled in like the things i was doing on a daily basis and i couldn't figure out why or what it was and then well while i was in hokkaido i felt that sense of fulfillment and i realized that i was getting too comfortable I was chilling in my room most days. I was just chilling, laying down, relaxing. And as much as I needed that, I don't need to become comfortable in it. I definitely feel like I was sent to Japan to explore, to adventure. And when I got a taste of that in Hokkaido, I felt I could just feel that peace being found. And I was like, oh, this is what it is. I need to keep traveling. I need to keep learning about new places here in japan and keep going on adventures and having amazing moments i'm not gonna have those amazing moments if i stay in my room and get too comfortable and understandably when you're in a different country for the first time it can be easy to want to be comfortable but i realized that that wasn't really what i was sent here for what i needed and i'm happy that i realized that i needed to travel and that that was what i felt like was missing i was getting too stagnant i was getting bored of my typical life i needed a change i needed adventure i needed exhilaration and i'm really glad i did it with friends first because i think that that is really what i needed so 
um coming back from it i also just feel a huge artistic spark i was filming the whole time and i was actually fought like five minutes ago before the cafe was and kicked me out only because like it was closing <laughs> but um i literally was just editing some videos from there i'm excited to edit the pictures like it honestly felt like an influencer trip like we were all kind of like taking videos and um photos because it's just literally so beautiful like it's so pretty and the snow was gorgeous and Hokkaido itself is really really pretty um we didn't really go to the touristy parts we went for like a day but most of our time was spent more near the countryside and that was very well needed oh I also realized I was feeling so stagnant because I was just tired of being in the city for so long and I understand like I've understand understood for a while that nature refreshes my soul refreshes my spirits refreshes me in every way possible and you know like it's fun being in the big city like it's Tokyo of course it's fun but I do I you I personally I in order to stay a happy happy camper I do need a nice, good old juicy fill of nature. And that was something I had been missing since like November. So it, yeah, I definitely needed it. I needed to just be able to look at some trees and some fields and some mountains. And it really refreshed me in every way possible. Um, I feel so much more ready to start taking creating seriously or I don't even know if seriously is the word because I never want to take creating too seriously but taking it more like like oh like I want to start spending more days of my week doing this and giving my time to creating and um in a sense giving my time to God and allowing that to flow into creating um divine creating I guess could be the word for it but yeah, I really want to start using more time to, like, edit videos and to, like, like a lot of times I take a lot of videos on my phone, but I don't always get, get the chance to edit them out and, like, to, like, to post it and to actually go through with the idea. A lot of times I just get the pieces to the idea, like, lately, not always, but just, like, these past few months since the new year has started. And... I feel very inclined to start making things out of that. Like, I think I'm going to make a mini vlog. Um, and not like a TikTok, but like an actual mini vlog of Hokkaido. It's not, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be mini, but I already started making the beginning of it. And I have more footage than I realized that I can use. So I think I am going to make a small vlog. Originally, I was just going to put all of my film of all of my like filming and videos of japan all together and make it into one big film and i am gonna do that but i think it would be great to make short films of the places i go like if i have a bunch of content on one place like i do like i do for Hokkaido, i would like to start making that into its own thing so i can like show a focus on something and then i'll take my favorite pieces from Hokkaido and put it into like the main film that i make about my time in japan so it's like people can go and see the like everything about Hokkaido if they like or they can just like take a moment or they could just see it like the moments they need to, like the basis in the whole thing. So, and it's not, of course, I'm not, it's not for other people, but it's like, I think that would be best. 
and that would be my best interest too so when i look back i can be like oh wait i want to see more about hokkaido oh wait i have a whole short film about it hey and loki it adds more to the pro to portfolio and that's what we're here for we're here to build on the portfolio for sure but yeah okay so huge artistic pull um big realization that i need adventure to fulfill my life i need nature um, and I also feel very encouraged to travel to this other city called Nagano. Nagano is another city that's like another Japan winter wonderland. It's in the Japanese Appalachian Mountains. And um, they have like, there was a lot of things that I didn't get to do that I had wanted to do when I went to Hokkaido. Um, and it was like a mixture of reasons um especially because like transportation is kind of difficult if you don't have your own if you don't have a car to use so it was kind of like well we couldn't always get transportation to the places we wanted and if we could it would could be expensive or it would be way too time consuming like six hours to travel to one place <laughs> stuff like that so i would really love to go to this city called nagano and it's super snowy and cute and for one it's closer to tokyo so i won't have to fly there i could take a bus um and then it also has everything that i wanted to do i didn't really get to like go skiing or see the monkeys that bathe in the hot springs like the red face monkeys or um i didn't really get to like find an outdoor onsen where i could overlook the mountains uh, so there was a few things I would love to do that I'm definitely thinking of doing a solo trip to Nagano for. And um, hopefully that will happen sometime soon. But yeah, so that's basically majority. Those are, That's the majority of what I was inspired to do and to look at life. Like in the like, those are the new things that came to mind after coming back from Hokkaido, and that's kind of what how I was inspired, um, or what I was inspired to do next, I should say. Sorry, there's like these this group of like younger people talking like up near me, so they're a bit distracting. But I don't really know where else I would go around here to record this, so I will keep my focus focused. But yeah, so let's get into the actual trip. So, basically, to get to Hokkaido, we had to take a train to Narita Airport in Tokyo. So, Tokyo has two main airports, Narita and Haneda. Um, I've only been to Han. I had only been to Haneda. Haneda was pretty nice. I went to Narita. Sheesh, Narita. It's it's looking it's a it's looking a bit. I don't know what the word is. I was going to say underfunded, but um, it's just looking a little scarce. There we go. Um, compared to Haneda, and I, I've heard many people talking about this, about how Narita is a bit yikes compared to Haneda Airport. And I understand it now. I see it. I always recommend to fly into Haneda if you can. It's definitely nicer, way nicer. <laughs> I remember we were walking <laughs> I remember me and my friends are walking through Narita Airport and I was like, man, this feels like a, I'm trying to escape a testing facility. And they're like, yeah, you too. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I, this is just so different. Anyway, though, let's not get into, into the airport drama. Um, we took a bus or not bus. Um, we took a, took the metro to Narita Airport and then we got there. 
and we got there early um we got there maybe like three hours before our flight and then when we got to check out we got to check in basically we tried we checked in then we went to go drop our bags off um or drop our luggage off and they basically told us that we were too early to drop off our bags so we had to wait an hour and a half and i've never heard of that before like usually in the u.s you're supposed to drop off you're supposed to get there as early as possible and drop off your bags as soon as possible and then you can like chill around the airport and wait but for some reason here in japan maybe because i've heard other people had to do this too but um they basically like you have to you only can check in like an hour to an hour and a half before your flight so you have to just chill around the airport and then wait to check in so we were we were surprised by that but um yeah we basically decided to wait around and eat some breakfast while we were there at the airport and i i was just blown away by the food options i can say that narita did they did show up with the food options for sure I ate okonomiyaki for breakfast at the airport and it was delicious. Um, okonomiyaki, if you don't know what that is, is basically like, for lack of a better word, a, a cabbage pancake. It has like cabbage. This one had noodles and different vegetables and stuff. And they kind of like put, put it in flour or in a batter and they fry it and it has cabbage in it. It's really good. It's really good. Um, but I had that and my friends, I think they just had like, um moss burger which is basically kind of like a japanese version of mcdonald's in a way kind of um so basically they have fast food <laughs> and what else so yeah we ate we waited a bit and then after that we went to um we went to put we went to check in our bags check them in you know it was very easy it's a self-check-in too you know how like when you usually check your bags into the airport at least in the u.s like you give them you go to the desk like the check-in desk the people weigh them and then they put it on this they put it on the scale or they put on the scale thing and then they put it on like the conveyor belt and then it goes away behind the desk like it was nothing like that basically you go to this little station you put your bag on the conveyor belt yourself and um there's like a scale you can ma- you can measure it on and then you put you push the button scan your boarding pass or you bo- scan your boarding pass you push the button and then it you watch it go off straight into like the facility so there's no like it's all y'all do it yourself like there's no one you talk to to check in your bag for you so that was definitely different as well um, we checked in and everything. Then we went to wait for our uh, for our plane in like the little boarding section, and um, it was chill. We just chilled there for a bit, and after that, we you know we flew. The plane ride was it wasn't that bad. I think it was like an hour or so, um, maybe an hour to hour and a half somewhere around there. We landed. Um, we got our bags, and you know they were unharmed, of course. And after that, what do we do? Well, first, we got a train. We we had to go run and get our train to our Airbnb. Basically, our Airbnb was like, um, it's like this little, it was like this little traditional Japanese room in this really, in this really big house. And it was basically like tatami mats with the futons and a little tiny table. And it was cute. And we actually met, um, we met some people there at the uh at the little house we were staying at the airbnb 
and we met this one girl she is egyptian i believe and she basically like lives literally in like right next to all of us <laughs> like she lives in the city right next to all of us and we were like whoa how have we never seen you before so that was cool making a new friend um something that's cool about like these like little ch- Uh, Japanese guest houses is that you can meet other people that are traveling and um, it was just really nice getting to meet her and she invited us to go to this little ice festival thing but it just didn't work out for our itinerary Um, but the little guest house it was super cute and um, you were like you were able to use a little kitchen I keep calling everything little (laughs) you're able to use the kitchen and you could like we walked to this grocery store which looks which ended up being this huge supermarket and that was super cool it was the biggest supermarket i've seen in japan so far and it was low-key in the middle of nowhere um (laughs) like it was right next to a train station which was great but other than that it kind of felt like it was in the middle of nowhere but it was also kind of relaxing because it was like that um other than that though i would say yeah we i just i found the guest house really cozy and really cute and nice and it looked way better than it did on the airbnb app which might sound bad but like about like our choices but you know it was it was like a really decent price like i would definitely go back there again and it was um i don't know like we stayed there two nights so the two nights we stayed there there was no issues whatsoever and um yeah it was just like a really good deal for the price i was we were all super surprised and whoever took the pictures maybe they were old they didn't know how to use the camera but it looked way better than it did on the pictures so uh we were that was a really great surprise um so while we stayed at that airbnb so the first night we kind of we got there kind of late so we chilled out we went to the supermarket got some snacks and we ate indoors or we ate in our in our little share house thingy or guest house whatever you call it um then after we, that we went to sleep we ended up staying up a little late low-key like just talking and when i say late i'm talking like two to three a.m i know i know it's bad it's bad but we stayed up late and we talked and then we went to bed um for some reason i had like 10 dreams in one it was a heavy dream night and i remember this one dream that it was like actually i I don't need to recount my dreams but yeah i just i had like 10 dreams all in one and i think i kept waking up to turn over and every time i would wake up turn over i would have like two more dreams (laughs) so that was interesting um other than that i basically uh what did i do oh yeah so we woke up the next morning and we wanted to go to Sapporo. um we woke up a little later than expected i guess because we clearly stayed up and we ended up um, not getting out until later but basically this day so we got there friday so this day was saturday and saturday was the last day for the festival so we really wanted to get out and see it but we got out a little late like i mentioned um some of it's low-key because of me i wanted to like have my fit on do my makeup so i could take some pictures um we finally got out went to Sapporo, took the train there and it was i was honestly think we it was a good idea to just go the last day um i mean other than maybe some performances we missed like 
I don't feel like we missed much. We got to walk around all of the snow sculptures and everything. And the, sto the snow sculptures, they were looking pretty banging. They were, like, people did a really great job. But it was also low-key funny because you could see that some of them had started to melt when we got there. So some of the, some of, like, the details, I don't know, like, some of them were kind of funny because they were kind of melting a bit. But we saw a bunch of things. There was, like, um... How do I explain it? There was like some with characters, like there was Anya from Spy Family, there was Totoro, there was uh there's a few other characters that I didn't know the name of. There was um oh crap. Ah, uh, I hope I don't get hate for this. There's uh the sister from from Demon Slayer. Oh my goodness. I forgot her name. Uh I can't believe I forgot her name though. Tanjiro's sister. Ah, uh, I Nezuko. Nezuko, yeah, yeah. There was a Nezuko statue. Thank goodness I remembered it. Um, and there was other statues too. Or there was other snow sculptures as well. But I remember those the most. Uh, what else was there? Also on the complete other side, there was like a, a bunch of ice sculptures. Because there's like two sites for the entire festival. But there's an ice sculpture. There was a, or a big ice sculpture bit, which was really cool. And we didn't walk down the whole thing because the ice sculptures were low-key kind of hard to see because it's like they're all clear. So like you kind of have to look for a while and then see it. But we were we had just walked through so many snow sculptures and we were kind of hungry. So we were like, okay, let's just go get some food. Um, we saw enough ice sculptures. <laughs> so... We let so we after exploring the festival and everything, we left and we basically went to look for some food. Um, our friend Benny was feeling ramen, so we went to go look for some ramen. I basically found this like five star, not five star, but it's like a mid, um, Michelin. It was like a Michelin star type of place or whatever. And um, oh wait a second, what time is it? Hmm, you know what? As I was talking, I thought about it, and it's getting kind of late. I really hope they don't lock me into this mall. Um, I'm going to start heading towards the exit, but hopefully I can get to a good point and then make a part two. But yes, so we found this like cute little ramen shop, but like because I guess it's a, Michel a Michelin. Oh, I'm saying it right. A Michelin? A Michelin? A Michelin star place. Uh, there was a lot of people there, so we had to wait in line for about 30, 45 minutes. And it was cold, so, you know, we were definitely ready to get in there. But we made it, we got in there, and was very happy about that, of course. And, um, okay, one second. Please let the elevator work. Okay, it's working. Anyway, yeah. So we went there, and the ramen was pretty good, but I ended up like trying this ramen that I think like that wasn't the recommended one, and I think I should have tried the recommended one, honestly, because it looked really good, um, but I would do that next time for sure. Uh, what else? I also, also after we went to go get ramen, we, oh, my elevator's here. After we went to go get ramen, we basically, um, what else did we do? Oh, crap. What is, what floor do I go to? I guess I'll push this one. Okay. Anyway, oh. 
anyway yes so one second let me pause this so i can get out of here <laughs> okay so yeah so we got filled up on ramen after we filled up on ramen we basically uh headed on our way back to the uh oh my elevator's here Okay. Oh, oh. Ooh, it's cold. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, one second. Okay, so as I was saying, we after we went to go eat, then um we enjoyed our ramen though. We decided to all share one Sapporo beer because we just wanted to see what it tastes like, but we also none of us really care for beer, so we just wanted to like give it a little try. Um other than that, we ate, and after we ate, then we decided to head out and go back to our place. Um, I grabbed a donut on the way out from Mr. Donuts because I'd never tried it before. And I, I'm definitely a Mr. Donut fan now. I, I like it. It's I'm a fan. And, oh, that is a loud advertisement. But, yes, so we headed back home um, because we are like our train ends at a certain time so we wanted to really you know do what we could to get back home and oh sorry power walking across the street Whew. okay um anyhow <laughs> so yes and that was basically the end of that um we really just like ate some snacks and went to sleep and like packed our bags and prepared to head out to like the day after because we so basically we got like the airbnb for it is loud we got the airbnb for two nights and then for the other like for the rest of the nights we were going to go to this new city called ba and ba is or ba ba maybe i don't know how you say it exactly but we um ba is basically in the middle of hokkaido sapra was in like this certain corner of corner-ish of Hokkaido so we had to take like a three-hour train to get there so we decided we would just like change where we were gonna live and that would just be easiest and so I mean we decided we were gonna change like our um all right from our airbnb to like a, a ryukan a ryukan is basically a traditional japanese hotel and we were like yeah why not that would be fun so that was our time in Sapporo, and the rest of the time we spent in the countryside <laughs> um Sapporo is basically the most popular city in hokkaido and then ba is just like a really pretty countryside place and just because there's it's getting loud a bunch of distractions i'm gonna end that for to be a part one and then we'll get on to part two when i'm back in a concentration type of zone yeah um okay if we're gonna do question of the day question of the day is what do you look for in a city that you enjoy like for me if i'm if i want if i'm gonna go to someone and say oh i love the city i enjoy the city i want good food I want like quality activities. I want like kind, not kind people, but respectful people. Like no one wants to be in a city where people are like trash, or like people's attitudes are like crap. I should say, um, and really dynamic architecture. I love dynamic architecture in a city for sure. But yeah, so I was like, those those are the things that I require, and. Um, 
yeah that's really all i'm gonna head out now and get my train and go home so thanks for listening and see ya